Cool. Testing one, two, three. Testing, testing one, two, three. Ryan Sheckler. Oh, who the fuck? <laughs> What up, everyone? Welcome to the 18th episode of 10 Years and Counting. So my podcast is legal now. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awful joke to start off. <laughs> I'm here with Jeff. We went to Baruch together. Yep, we did. I'm Jeff. <laughs> a Baruch graduate. I know. 2012. <laughs> you know. Ages ago. <laughs> um, yeah, and today's episode is going to be about how dating has changed. Like, I know with me, who's been... Like single, technically, for like twenty, you know, ten, not twenty, 20 years. since twenty, forty yeah. years. No, <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine still doing a podcast about this. Like twenty years from now, that'd be mm-hmm. insane. Um, but yeah, so you know, like being like ten, you know, single for ten years, I've seen myself how dating has changed as like a pre twenty one year old to like now almost a thirty year old, just mm-hmm. understanding the difference of like maturity and dating someone your age when you're 21 and you and your same age dating someone as you're like 27 28 Mm -hmm. um so i know you were in a relationship when we met yeah which is like 2010 2011 yeah so at that time you were still in a relationship when apps became a thing yeah uh, I, s- I became, <laughs> I got into a relationship to give everyone a background. I got into my first relationship before Instagram was a thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, Instagram, like, 2010. Like, I even remember, like, yeah. we probably made Instagram, like, <laughs> around the same time. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, same thing. And then, like, once you're, uh, you know, you're single and then you're trying to, like, date someone new and trying to figure out where that's going to go and realizing how that wasn't a thing of your previous relationship like worrying mm-hmm. about instagram or like yeah it became a, it became a thing like later on because obviously like it ended up blowing up mm-hmm. but then um you know it was like there was definitely like a, a period before like pre-instagram yeah and then post-instagram yeah, yeah. And i'm oh, i wish there was actually like a study on that uh, i was reading a modern romance uh, mm-hmm. Aziz Ansari's book it was like more about how our parents dating scene was completely different than obviously ours because technology and distance and everything and yeah it's i would like to understand what dating was like before social media because it's mm-hmm. i think even my the one relationship i was in when i was 19 oh shit, 18 19 was, mm-hmm. bef- it was i think myspace was around, but yeah social media wasn't what it was back then like having myspace was like whatever you, yeah that for me is nothing compared to the monster that like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is to like everyone's day of like having MySpace. You, honestly, I, I don't think I went to MySpace every day mm-hmm. as much as I go into like Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter every day. And it's like, yeah, I can imagine how but you went on AIM. AIM, AIM was different. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's I how, guess that's, that's how, true. That, I would say that that's one of the ways uh, relationships were a little bit different. Like, you know, you do have people now that you text primarily mm-hmm. in relationships. Yeah. Um, you text or you do through fo- phone phone conversations. I like person to person. Yeah, now. obviously. Yeah. Um, but back in the day, like when you were getting to know someone, you would just definitely hit up someone through AIM. Because, yeah. you know, technology was still, uh, still uh, like, a big part of the relationship. Yeah. Um, we still had dialogue. <laughs> gener- yeah, we, we, you know, people would make away messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But, uh, you know, even the whole courtship process, mm -hmm. like, you know, you would begin that, like, through AIM. Like, you know, That's you would ask, what's your, what's, your, what's your handle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, yeah. I even remember, like, texting, like, on the old... Uh, sidekick? Like, not side... Yo, it was, I didn't have a sidekick. <laughs> I had, like, I. this Sony Ericsson phone. Oh, okay. And I learned how keyboard, to T9. The keyboard, yeah. Oh, and, um, <laughs> yo, I even remember, like, the first time, I, like, yo, this is when text messages still had, like limits per month like yes. i got 300 text messages per month yeah, yeah, yeah and then i got like 900 text but messages. remember you only had unlimited after 9 p.m so. yeah yeah <laughs> so you'd have to schedule the phone call so yeah so, which is like crazy because like imagine like now like t technology we have unlimited everything now mm -hmm. so there's no reason unlimited air quotes like yeah you, you, true, you true, can true. use up 75 percent of your unlimited <laughs> 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 no but i mean like look now you can call someone anytime whenever you want like yeah. it wasn't like like, imagine, like, being a 30-year-old in, like, 2001 mm -hmm. and knowing that, okay, you have to start risking minutes now to speak mm -hmm. to someone because they're your spouse, you're their, you know, significant other. Like, when us, when we had that technology, we were, like, teens or whatever. Like, yeah. it's like, all right, cool, well, you know, I'm not talking to you until 9 o'clock because, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that shit free. So, yeah. and, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can imagine like that's I think that's also like interesting too like thinking about just even being in high school and college and now as adults how mm. uh, I'm almost you know you know <laughs> well I mean it's one of it's those things that's also one of the reasons why I think it's interesting is because the people that so the people who are are in our dating pool you know as mm -hmm. like close to 30 year olds yeah close to not, we're not 30 yet yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> late 20s um you know there are people in their early 20s and they had yeah. a completely different grow like you know they didn't they didn't like they weren't on aim the way yeah. we were they weren't you know they didn't, they didn't do a lot of things that, that mm -hmm. we did um you know and it brings up like interesting just aspects now in dating like that's what a big way I feel dating has changed now versus then. It's like, you know, 20 years ago, the a five-year difference between two people was not as large as what it probably is today. Mm -hmm. You know, because someone born in 1980, dating someone from 19, born, born in 1985, there's less of a difference in yeah. their childhoods than mm -hmm. someone born in 19... 1990 yeah. and 1995. True. You know? Yeah. yeah. They had a completely different version of childhood. But, mm -hmm. you know, in 80 and 85, they still yeah. had, like... Yeah, yeah, they still had to... They had they big tube no. TVs. They, they didn't had corded phones. They didn't have email, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have, in, like, instant message. What is this electronic mail you speak of? Yeah. Like, you have to wait, like, two weeks for someone to receive a package. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like, oh, you know, like, I, I think... Um, two weeks for, yeah. good, for a good turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Imagine that now, like sending a letter and it's not getting there in two weeks. It's like, oh shit, I guess that person died. You know, like yeah. I can't imagine that. Uh, which is sort of like that same thing with uh, apps, mm -hmm. right? Like, knowing, it, like, I'm assuming, like, especially, like, I know when I dated in college, mm -hmm. there weren't like things as apps. So I met people like in class or, you know, club event or something like that. And then we just went out because, like, cool, you know. We didn't have to like worry about like the whole like using I guess like technology to like you learn more about them by actually speaking to them, mm -hmm. not by what their profile says. Yeah. So like now I feel when you make a decision it's based on what they're showing you. Mm -hmm. 
not what you it's, it's sort of like social media right you show like ideally most of let's be honest most of you show the positives like mm. it's great when you meet people that like are willing to show their like yeah I mean but that doesn't happen as much so mm-hmm. it's sort of like the same thing with me I'm choosing a person I'm gonna go out and date with based on these five photos and whatever you have to say about yourself mm-hmm. when I was in college it was there wasn't an app so how I got to meet someone oh I saw her in like the hallway or something I thought she was cute I went up to her we started talking and we went on a date when was the first time that like I guess you used uh, an online dating like app or site because 2012 2012 no 13 so it was after college yeah it was after college yeah so I guess that's one of the differences too now like now like we all refer to like OkCupid Mm -hmm. Tinder yeah uh, Hinge everything is an app now yeah Back when I was in college, so I was on and off with my girlfriend for mm-hmm. like a period. So through, in college, there was this, a point where I was on a dating site. Yeah. There weren't apps back then. Yeah, 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 <laughs> there were sites back then. Like yeah, you had to go to a specific Har- eHarmony. <laughs> eHarmony. I never did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that cost money. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, Christian Mingle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, people, you know, people would go on sites, and I feel like that's like, that's a, it's actually different now because like I feel like sites were more stigmatized mm-hmm. than um, than apps are now because you know everyone has an app. Yeah, exactly. It's weird meeting a single person and then not having at least one dating app. Yeah. And not saying like that's necessary, but it's it, people have lived through the you know like being comfortable with the idea of meeting someone online. So like meeting someone in person is so weird. When you're used to it, yeah. My first online dating app was, uh, yeah, 2013, and it was only because my friend and I, uh, Shirag and I, were playing a drinking game Uh of the type of apps we like, the type of photos we see on someone's, you know, profile. So like Uh every single time you see someone with a selfie, you take a shot, Uh or like whatever. And weirdly enough, that was my first experience with them. So sort of like, holy shit. So what's gonna be my mindset here now? Like Uh when I went on my first date, I wasn't really expecting we were going to, you know, like have sex on the first date and mm. we did but on your first online date yeah really yeah oh wow so that was really shitty because like now my expectations is all time high like, yo, uh, I, I, all i know <laughs> sex is just one swipe away yeah little, did, like, he know. little did he know <laughs> it's not that easy so uh, i'm not saying like it was easy you know what i mean like no one's just going to give it up on the mm. first date so yeah i bet I I learned right away the next couple of days like I'm, I wasn't expecting to have sex but I was like all right cool we didn't and mm-hmm. when someone and then I think there was like a while before I think that happened or like I ended up like dating someone for a bit and then having sex and I'm not saying that I then became jaded it was more like I'm more realistic yeah like I know that the yeah. next you know bone is gonna be <laughs> one's right swipe away like that's that's not how it works but yeah, yeah like apps do change that mentality but it depends on your experience and your expectations too yeah so uh why didn't you use any apps before 2013 i just didn't really know much about them like Uh i well yeah then again like it honestly it was easier when i was in college just to like meet people people, you meet people like on the way to class in class once you become part of the working force like usually meet people at a bar or through a friend and that's sort of how life changes in dating after college like yeah. which is like yeah like like just even like as adults you only you either like meet people someone in a class you randomly took 
guys mm-hmm. you know hit it off or like i said through a friend or bar and so you meet someone now you have that luxury of an app where you yep. can find someone within this distance yeah that's one of the things that's like uh that was you know just i guess like really nice because uh you know working in long island you know you work from nine to five mm-hmm. you know in the city you do get a little bit more variance because if you're taking the subway to work or you're walking to work uh, literally every single morning, like your commute is going to be a little bit different. Like, yeah, you never commute with the same people in the subway. Yeah, um, that's true. And uh, but on Long Island, when that was one of the reasons why I got into online dating and stuck with it was because you know you work from nine to five. I'm not really going into like going to bars like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, what am I gonna do? Go to the library and start just like talking <laughs> to random people in the mall? Like, like, you know, people are in the library to read. That's all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's also like a. I'm assuming. You know, it's, like, really funny, too. Like, um, you know, there are people out there that they have, like, things against online dating. True. Right? Like, they're just, oh, I would never meet someone online. I said that once on Facebook. I saw that on this day. I was like, I got to delete this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what did you say? I said that I would, you would never catch me on an online dating site. I was like, oh, no. 2012, Tony, you were so ignorant. You've broken a year. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know that until, like, recently when Facebook made the, I was like, damn, it was months before, a year before that I made that statement. Look at you now. <laughs> so been on millions of yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, um, and it's always interesting because, like, I was telling you before, like, when I was reading a uh, modern romance, one of the things that they like brought up with like how people probably not only dated like when we were younger, but also like back then is you would do something as simple as like picking them up at their house mm-hmm. and then going on a date. You saw that in so many like teen, mo- you know, like. Uh-huh. Like Breakfast Club, all those 1980s, like, you know, like high school uh, movies. You saw men picking up women at their house or apartment and going on a date and bringing them back. You do not see that shit anymore. Uh Like, it's not a thing. Also, like, depending if you drive or not. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that probably plays a factor when you have to drive. But, like, if you're, like, in an urban city, Uh you're not asking a guy you have not met yet to pick you up. Yes. I'll meet you at this bar this time. Yeah, it's a safe distance away that he won't follow me. Like, I can imagine. Those are all scenarios that pop up. Even in Long Island. So, like, in Long Island, in the dating scene out here, people drive a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But, like, most of the time, I I only picked up a girl on the first date without ever meeting them elsewhere, I think, like, three or four times. uh, Out of, I don't know how many dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's it's (laughs) definitely rare. Um, just because, like you know, as, especially as a woman on an online dating site, you need to be um, you need to be careful. You need to be yeah. a little bit more guarded. Guys exactly. are creeps. Um, oh, that yeah. was one of my favorite things to do on online dating. So, you know, when you're on, a, on in the online dating pool, like like uh, you meet like similar minded people, mm-hmm. and then and that's sort of like how it's it's an algorithm that's built to not only randomized but this is your location mm-hmm. like areas and this are your interests we're gonna find people that have similar interests yeah but just also think about it like for in the sense of like you're also meeting people who like took the time out of their day mm-hmm. to create a profile on a site yeah, add all yeah. of their pictures yeah um and kind of like join this little community like this sub community of people that are just you know willing to to give it give it a chance like that yeah so um and you know one of the funniest things is that there's a lot of us are normal 
a lot of a lot of us aren't yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you meet and you meet a lot of like weird people and you you know you also meet a lot of normal people like there were a yeah. lot of people that i went on dates with where it, the spark just wasn't there mm-hmm. but i i always liked asking them about their 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 experiences with other people on the site like that was True. my favorite thing to talk about yeah i think so too it's always interesting like it I, it's funny considering like all like the aziz was talking about in a in a stand-up uh-huh. that it's weird you just don't really hear stories like about creepy women <laughs> oh. like usually I most got a story about a creepy oh, okay girl. well that happens yeah. so i'm not saying you know say? what i mean it's like <laughs> 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 no i mean like usually it's the men who are like always yeah. the fucking creeps or like they try way too hard way too quick or stuff like that and mm. you don't really hear a lot of men going into stores like yeah so this one girl was like really cre-. like everyone probably has one mm. but women have multiple yeah probably half or like i'm i don't know but like yeah so it is a little bit different like too like when it comes to like how much you want to put on Mm -hmm. social media or online dating because you just never know who you meet never know who you're gonna get yeah do you did you ever ask like what was uh what was the worst experience that was my favorite one um like to your dates yeah i did that once Mm-hmm. Mostly because she was someone who, like, who was just recently single, mm-hmm. so she spent like almost her legit early twenties in a relationship, mm-hmm. like late teens and like not one but like multiple. So it's like this is your first time being single. So you're asking that because like you already wanna. Mm-hmm. I'm not assuming that ev- like. I told the friend this is like I'm not judgmental at people who like are able to like jump into relationships from one to another but sometimes you don't get to know yourself as a person you're just jumping into like something you're looking for and that's not mean being judgmental but it's sort of like how I see it like it's for me it's a bit irrational but emotions happen so and that's yeah and and I get that but so for them to like then I never agreed with it to be like you know to be honest it's just like I was in a really long relationship and Mm -hmm. uh, we broke up and I wanted, like, the first thing that I wanted to do is just kind of like, yo, I am good <laughs> yeah. on relationships. I don't mm-hmm. know who I am. Yeah. Um, I need to figure out who I am. But yeah. And, um, and so that's what, that's what I did. You know, I took a couple of years to myself, just was completely solo dolo. And, um, you know, you, f- you find yourself so you could, like... Exactly. And I feel like that's, that's one of the problems with jumping from relationship to relationship without giving any of yourself time to heal. Mm-hmm. Uh, in between because it's just like you know you're with someone else and they develop these cracks in you and that's that's one of the things that i feel like that's something that doesn't change yeah. throughout relationships um like i think that's something that's timeless like you should always take take some time to yourself after a relationship and let yourself truly heal mm-hmm. you know there are some times like you're you're you can tell yourself like yeah i feel good i'm i'm good i'm good but yeah if you've only been recovering for like a month, two months, like give yourself another month or two. It's not going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's going to help. Um, well, I was talking with a friend of mine about this that usually, like, I'm pretty sure, like, even back in when we were in college or even like before that, where you dated someone like one or two times, and that was sort of like, all right, that's my partner. Uh huh. And, like, now, relationships aren't monogamous until you agree on that. Yeah. Like, I remember, so the person that I was, like, friends with benefits with a couple of years ago, we were, like, 
in that relationship for like eight nine months uh -huh. but we had that communication of what we were looking for uh -huh. like that was known as like okay cool we're gonna you know mess around meet up whatever but we're not gonna be here uh -huh. but thing that what that led to is like oh we can date other people uh -huh. so if people are gonna like you have to also assume now that when you're on an online dating app or you meet someone in an online dating app they might be actually dating someone else yeah and dating like 10 people 10 yes people. like you're yeah. on a date with them today but they were on a date <laughs> yes. with someone else four hours before you yeah um and there's girls out there that are just trying to get free meals and mm. they coast they, they spend their whole lives getting free meals <laughs> Like, they never pay for food because they're just yeah. going on dates with a whole bunch of different people and in them. So <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, so that's sort of, like, now that, that, that I can't imagine, like, my mom knowing that I've stayed over someone's place, mm -hmm. like, for, uh, like, a couple of weeks. And it's like, oh, so that's not a relationship? Nope. Nope. It's not. And I can't imagine, like, that's how it was. Like, once you, like, stayed over, like, that probably was part of, like, the dating thing. Once you stay over someone's place, it's official. It's like, yeah, that is definitely not official now. But one of the things that I feel like has definitely changed is, like, in the past, and, and I don't mean in the recent past, mm -hmm. I mean kind of, like, traditionally. Yeah. Like, I guess, I, I don't know. Our when it, I don't know when it ended. Yeah, yeah. But traditionally, it was always the guy courting the female, mm -hmm. and he was the one kind of, like, demanding the relationship. But now, like, that's one of the things that I feel that burden has completely fallen onto the woman, onto the women. Mm. Because, like, you know, as a guy, like, you're kind of, like, being told, like, oh, like, you know, just smash. And, like, yeah. like just smash and just smash. Um, yeah. And if you approach, like, think about it. Like, if you hit, hit up your friends with benefits and you're like, oh, I want a little bit more. Like, society might even perceive you as to be, like, a little bit, like, softer mm -hmm. in a sense. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, it's like you know, as a guy, like you don't want to fuck it up. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just like, I want to keep getting this as long as I can. Yeah, um, but it, that's also things like then you're not really being honest either. Yeah. So, and that's like, yeah, like we were like saying, like usually, like when, like I'm pretty sure, like I don't remember. I know, like my mom said, I think, like her and my dad, like started like being probably like a couple, like probably not even like a month in. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that stone quote, but I remember like there was like pretty like early on that they were like all right cool and i can't imagine that now that's actually what happened with me and my girlfriend now mm, yeah which is uh which i think is completely out of the ordinary <laughs> i mean it doesn't um, mean it's a bad thing like if you guys see that connection then yeah that's great but not everyone thinks that way yeah no no it was just like uh it was one it was one of those weird things it just mm -hmm. happened like that like um, like honestly like in the first on the first date like i knew i was just kind of like yeah this chick is Pretty chill. Let me not yeah, fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, let me not fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. That's um, pretty much your job. <laughs> like, oh, what did I say? Oh, crap. Okay, she's still here. Okay, good. Okay. Right. I gotta say sorry. I fix it. Yeah, but like, it's... Don't fuck it up. Don't yeah, I mean... Because that, honestly, that's great. When you have that mentality, it's more like, okay, I, I legit like this person. I mm. want to... Like, if you weren't concerned about, like... I mean, also, people make mistakes, so it's sort of like we're human beings, so mm -hmm. we're not going to be perfect, I know that. So, but like, it's sort of like acknowledging that. Mm -hmm. So, like, going like, yeah, you know what, this person's chill. I want to see where this goes, and boom, you make a decision right there. Mm -hmm. That's great, but us as a society has changed from yeah. that. 
Like, and not saying like it's a bad thing when it happens. Like, obviously things are going well. You guys yeah. have been, like going out for a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, just, so yeah. Said a year. Yeah. So something as simple as that is not gonna. Yeah, it would be weird if I'm curious how different that would have been if you took the more modern way and mm-hmm. taking your time and figured like no, you knew your mindset's like I want this to go somewhere. Yeah. So that's sort of like what I think where we were talking about before the podcast started was the whole when do you ask that question? Like because mm-hmm. that that happened to me when me and a friend did uh, Liz we did a second episode or third episode was about first dates. Mm-hmm. And I remember during that time, I was legit, I think I went like three dates within like that month and each person asked me, where do I see this going? And I legit, I was like, I don't. I know, yeah. We, we, we just met, like, I, I'm not saying like, this can't be <laughs> a long-term relationship thing, but it's hard for me to imagine that in the first date. So for me to say I'm looking for a relationship, mm-hmm. it's a little bit weird for me to say. Like, I'll say like, yes, I, my goal from online dating, I sometimes, uh, I get asked this before I even go on a date. I'm just like, mm. great. I'm not going to lie. I'll give you like a paragraph, legit. Not mm. explaining. A you know, pre-written not. paragraph that you have in your <laughs> canned response folders to the same I, questions yeah. that these chicks all ask. <laughs> really enough, <laughs> I... D- <laughs> <laughs> but, no. Like, no. Like, I'm going... Like, it is it is a can, but it's legit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not like... It's not a lie. It's, it's like written same. from the heart. It's just yeah. uh, they ask the same questions. Yeah, so <laughs> you, you, honestly, it gets to the point when you've used online dating, you know what questions you're going to ask. Mm. And when do you ask when you want to go out? There was also this thing that I used to do, like, uh, when I would go on dates, I would, like... I know this is going to sound lame as fuck, but um, I would, like, reuse a couple of jokes. Yeah. Um, And the reason I would do that is because I would like to gauge the response to the joke because that gave me insight onto their personality. True. You know, it's like, if you said this joke and, like, this girl, like, laughs at it at whatever level you're expecting, Mm -hmm. then that means, like, oh, maybe I can hit her, like, with a joke that's, like, a lot more more fucked up. I do that all the Uh, time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, My humor plays a huge factor into my dating life. It's like, where do I be brutally honest with humor? Or just, like, more like, okay, here's, like, my... Rated G- PG thirteen jokes. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not you don't, you don't hit jokes. someone with the. You don't hit someone with your true power level. True. Um, you don't show them your true your true colors. You also, also got to see like, especially with me with sarcasm. It's like, all right, I got to see like, okay, how do you respond to my yeah, sarcasm? You got to feel you, them out with the light yeah, version. Yeah, exactly. But the, like the even even at least with the light version, if they're already like coming up with like jokes back, it's like, uh-huh. it's like okay, with this person, I know I can, you know, bring it up a notch. Yep. But with someone who's a little bit like. Ooh, I, I don't get that humor. I was like, oof, well, I'm going to have to either... And I'm not saying, it. like, that's not a deal breaker, but it's more like, okay, I know now... The dynamic has yeah, changed. Yeah, it has. You know, it's a, it's a different dynamic. So I like can't now, joke around with you yeah, like that. Yeah, or, like, or, so when I did the ghosting episode, we were talking about, like, oh, I guess at that point we should just show 110% of ourselves. Just be honest, even a little bit, like, more eccentric than you're used to, because mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of like an interview. Yeah. Like, when you go in, in an interview... I can't imagine you're going to talk about your previous positions like, yeah, you know, I worked here and there. I did this. But if you were a little bit more enthusiastic about the way you were, like, you'd probably get that position. Yeah. And that's sort of like how you take, you know, dating. I usually a bit like more honest, but I sort of like same thing. I still gauge. It's like, all right, this humor hit. Uh-huh. This one didn't hit. And it's like, ooh, she may have taken me to the friends. It's like, all right, now I know I'm not going to 
<laughs> be my real self, which yeah. is like a bummer, but it's true. Like it is. It's it hard. It's hard to just want to mask yourself as one person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, I my jokes can be like more fucked up, but like I'm okay with like knowing like I may need to like drop down a bit, but it's like at what point do I just feel like I'm just not compromising yeah. on yourself? Yeah, yeah, for someone I barely know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then that's a fine line too. Like that's something that I feel like you also need to be more aware of, like in this dating age than in the past, because it's like you don't want to fall into that trap where you're being too, uh, too. What well, outgoing isn't the word, but it's kind of like you don't want to just make them like you. Yeah, in a sense. yeah, yeah. It's like because. You, you know, it's always funny. Uh, someone always joked about this with uh, whenever you watch, like, you know, like those high school shows, you know, like, ah, oh, just be yourself. It's like, mm-hmm. I've tried being myself. That shit is not working. Yeah. So it's sort of like you feel like the need now you have to, like, compromise yourself to mm-hmm. engage with someone or just get someone to, like, you know, it's always it's always annoying when you hear shows say that because yeah. they're not projecting well the thing is <laughs> you're not the projecting message, the be message, yourself but then you're not acting like yourself either yeah yeah i think the message between behind the be yourself thing is in because be yourself is generally in my opinion bad advice if mm-hmm. you tell me to be myself like i'm gonna go lay down in my bed yeah. and eat a whole bunch of pizza that's what i want to do imagine um, someone telling be yourself in an interview and you just start saying like fuck shit like throughout the yeah, conversations exactly. like no I, i'm not i'm yeah. not gonna do that yeah but I think the the better advice is be your best self or yes. be or yeah. be true to yourself, mm-hmm. um, because that's and that's something that's not going to change. I feel like no yeah. matter no matter that, or you got to be your best self no matter what. Because if you're not your best self, how is someone going to like you? Yeah, that's true. And I think we were talking about this beforehand about uh, sort of like the same way with texting. Mm-hmm. Texting is so difficult to get humor across. I feel like sometimes I'm talking with someone and. I'll say something, and we were talking about this in the last like two podcasts ago about, oh, I didn't know that was a joke. It's like because oh, we haven't really texted, mm-hmm. like you know we knew each other, but we just never really like sent text messages often. So even my humor was not even obvious via text message when yeah. we've known each other for years. Yeah. So that's a come when you were talking about that you prefer, you know, face to face than texting, and like nowadays, like I need to like see. Like, I think you mentioned that we're like one month of text. Like mm-hmm. conversation before oh, we meet. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Can you imagine, like, saying, "Yeah, I've been talking to someone." Oh, ha- oh when you guys go out? Oh, we haven't gone out yet. We've just been like texting for, for like a three month. weeks. No. What? Yeah, I'm waiting for week four <laughs> for her to let me meet her. No, and and, <laughs> and like that, that's definitely like you know that's a red flag on it. Yes. Red flag in terms of, like okay, she's yeah something. Yeah, happened. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like something <laughs> happened in her past, and like she now has. it's. She has really yeah. strong trust issues. Yeah, and yeah, that's understandable. But like with dating, it's like for me, I it was like the same thing with uh, the online dating episode. Mm-hmm. It was sort of like with me, it's like when I was like I match with someone, I get some rapport, and then I'll be like, hey, do you want to like grab a you know coffee or drink or whatever? Coffee cheaper. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, but like, and the drinking too. Like, honestly, if you find a good happy hour, then I guess it's sort of almost close enough. But mm, yeah, not still. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, your idea is to meet as soon as possible, mm-hmm. not to be creepy about it. But it's more like, okay, cool, we're gonna find this rapport right away. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the more you depend on texting before you meet that person, it's like, 
ooh, we've already had these conversations. Yeah. And okay. then that ruins the fun and everything. Yeah. You know, because one of the things now, too, is with online dating, you've got to keep in mind to have fun with it. Yeah. Um, and go into it with, I guess, like, low expectations. Um, and I feel like in the past, like, you know, you'd, like, meet someone through a friend. Like, mm -hmm. someone would set you up. You get yeah, super you, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now when you meet someone, you kind of have to have, like, a stoic, like, I don't know yeah. where this is going to go attitude. Yeah. You got to be, you should should be optimistic where you're not, like, pessimistic and you ruin the day. Mm -hmm. But just just kind of be like really like, like go in there to actually explore like is this right for me yeah and is this right for them like is this something that's right for both of us um and, and you know your definition of right could be different than what mm -hmm. mine is yeah, yeah. you know but you won't know until you actually go out and mm -hmm. like i think brian had a great quote when i when i did a podcast with him i think mm -hmm. he said like if your enthusiasm if you're not enthusiastic about getting into a relationship with someone you probably shouldn't get in that relationship because mm -hmm. like if you're more happy about being single than being in a relationship when you meet someone you probably should not be in a relationship with someone where you're no. more inclined to stay single than you are to be in this relationship you mm -hmm. get into a relationship when you know i'd rather spend time with this person than anyone else that i know yeah and well that's also different because like like i think like I don't know how quickly your parents like met and then got married and had kids, but mm -hmm. also the great thing about like I loved about modern romance when they when he did he was so Aziz was interviewing people in our range mm -hmm. and then people in like his mom's because I'm pretty sure like his parents are some, sort of similar age to our parents. Yeah. So like back then people would get married at like 19, 20, 21. Mm -hmm. That's not the case anymore. People are not, not gonna rush into getting married or having kids or or get in relationships as they used to. It wasn't like, cool, met you two or three times. Relationship. One year, two years in, marriage. Mm -hmm. Next year, kid. And then that's sort of like what you were raised on. Mm -hmm. But like, it's really interesting how like, uh, our parents and our generation completely changed. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy how like one specific generation went from marrying at 20 to like, you know, living forever with that one person and to like now in a society where all right cool like you know i'm 21 i'm an adult i'm gonna travel i'm gonna do shit and mm -hmm. i'll get married when i can like you don't even like and and i think it's also just because like honestly like science has changed too so like yeah women can have babies or like later now yeah obviously not that much later but like at least later than they could beforehand so you yeah to, and like, it'll still be like yeah it's not if you're if you're a woman and you're and you're 30 it's a lot better to have a kid now mm -hmm. than even probably yeah. 20 30 years ago yeah exactly i mean so things like that so your mindset's a little bit different than mm -hmm. they were like then and then you would see people he, he did like some interviews and they loved their marriage but then you had other mm -hmm. people say you know it's kind of a bummer i had to like reasons people got married was because that was the only way to get out the house like your parents wouldn't let you depending on your background yeah like, no you're not leaving this house until you're married or whatever yeah and all right cool then she got married and her goal was to then travel but and then you, and you, you also back then you also didn't even have like the internet so one of the things like people it's easier to leave your house now mm -hmm. because you have the internet and yeah. it's like if you have no friends you can find friends on the internet yeah people who will support like literally support your actions and call you brave yeah you know for doing something it's just like leaving your house from mm -hmm. like a not ideal situation yeah 
Um, and back in the day, like, you didn't have that support system out there. Like, you know, you had, like, your local church. Mm-hmm. You had your the people in your immediate family and your local community. And it's just like, if you did something that was out of line, it's just like, where do I go? Other than, yeah. like, going to the big city. The big city. You know? <laughs> I love that it was such a thing in shows. Like, yeah, we grew right? up with, like, you know, like, oh, we're going to go visit the big city. It's like, mm-hmm. that's, no one, like, is that surprised that people do that anymore now. Mm-hmm. Like, even... People still do that. Yeah. This is, which is crazy <laughs> that they still do, you know, but there's people like in the middle of Minnesota. True. In Montana. Mm-hmm. And they just, uh, you know, they're just broke and they just aspire to like drop everything and yeah. like, move away and start like a whole new life. Which is amazing. Yeah. So, is. but yeah, like that wouldn't have been the same, you know, you don't have to drive everywhere now. Mm-hmm. You have, people have, there's Uber, there's... Mm-hmm trains that take you from one destination to another like i don't know when the hell the li double r became a thing but mm-hmm. like i can't imagine us being this age and then you going to you know like manhattan as often if you didn't have a car yeah yeah <laughs> or a, or a train like yeah. your options like oh shit i need a car and i need to drive but there wasn't a you know there wasn't an li double r that could take you from here yeah. to manhattan and like 40 minutes like 40 50 I think minutes. I think that that's been there a lot longer than you probably think yeah probably that's true. Just like the 20s yeah, that's, or yeah 30s. that's fair yeah I just don't see it as people using it as often but they don't I assume yeah. I, I don't know if people were using <laughs> that yeah right yeah, yeah but I don't think I think like uh you know someone on like in Long Island probably wasn't dating someone city true and you know like in the bronx yeah and unless they work together yeah yeah, unless they like work together and that's how they met you know like there's that's like uh it's definitely more more it happens more often now because now you have like a lot of online dating where Mm -hmm. someone from long island will meet will go to go to the bronx to find a girl yeah um or because they already work in the city so like all they got to do is take the train and it'll probably take take the whole time because it's the ta <laughs> but yeah. anyways you get there a lot quicker and yep. like so yeah that definitely but yeah like but like i was like saying like the whole needing to do things earlier in life like start mm-hmm. a family and then do all of this you didn't get to like explore and i like mm-hmm. with dating people could explore into whatever the age they want and yeah like obviously it's different because like i'm a man but i don't feel like i get pressured into I mean, people do ask a lot. So, mm-hmm. I mean, because I talk about dating and relationships so often, people do ask eventually, like, when mm-hmm. am I going to get into one? But as if you there's need to answer. Yeah, but it's also, <laughs> like, interesting, like, to know that people don't care that someone's, like, especially even women, like, I can't imagine what it was like probably, like, in the 1960s or 70s saying that you're 30 and haven't been married yet mm-hmm. compared to now. Like, now, people are like, yeah, obviously. But I can imagine back then, I was like, oh, shit, what's wrong with this one? She's still... Like, I, mm. I'm pretty sure that was a thing. I saw this meme the other day. It was uh, great, and it kind of made me die a little bit inside. <laughs> um, but it was like well, those this, are the best like, kind of jokes. <laughs> yeah, right. So there was this kid. It was just kind of like at, it was like a Twitter kind of thing. He's yeah. like, he was probably like 17. It's like the 30. This 30 year old texting me like, um, like, what's the move tonight? And he's like, bro, go start a family. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What you mean? What's the moves? I'm just like ah, oh, oh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like go pay your mortgage. Yeah. What shit. are you doing going out with someone? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. What's the moves tonight? <laughs> 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 oh, 
And I'm like, dang, I've definitely texted someone recently <laughs> with the moves tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to babysit tonight. Yeah, right? yeah. We're getting, we're going to get to that point. Like, I have friends of mine who are, like, having, I, I already have friends that had kids, but, like, more people that are married and having kids. And yeah. you know, it's, like, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to see you that often, you know, and that's understandable, but... Mm-hmm. That mindset does play differently when you're going out with someone. Yeah. Uh, but also, the interesting thing is, like, I was like saying, like, relationships aren't like monogamous until they're agreed upon or whatnot. But also, it's it's also like not as taboo for someone to have like sex before marriage. Oh yeah. Like well, that. The, the entire country is a lot more secular yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one of the reasons I feel. Um, I forgot where it's going with that. Oh yeah, so <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so so yeah. Like I can't imagine like like then like back then like probably people didn't have sex until they mm-hmm. were ready to like marry someone or either knew that they were going to marry someone. That's really not the case anymore. Anymore, and that probably that reason alone has changed dating a lot besides mm-hmm. technology and whatnot. But like it's like oh, I don't need to settle with someone now. Yeah, like you know, but like I said, it depends on what age you're in. Like mm-hmm. when you're in your early twenties, it's easier to say that now. Like now, if I said that, it'd be like, get your shit together. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do know. I want. Like it's always interesting because people assume that I don't want mm-hmm. a relationship when I date now, compared to like I did, jeez, like pre-graduation, especially like pre-graduation. It's uh, yeah. I was just more like, okay, cool. We're dating today. We'll. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see it, you know, like, we'll see what happens. Like, now I sort of have the mindset, not as much as I've thought about relationships a lot more now. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I've been doing this podcast for a year, so almost a year. So, like, I know I've changed a lot since then, but it's also because I've been, like, more self-aware about my actions. Yeah. Like, it's different when you're, like, in your, especially early to mid-20s, you don't give a fuck what you do like, yeah you don't and you kind of don't even it's like yeah. almost like it's almost second nature <laughs> yeah no it's it's like weird i feel like uh like post 25 like you kind of like almost see yourself in the third person mm. if like at least that's that's like for me like that's the biggest difference between like my early 20s and my late 20s mm-hmm. like uh like aware is just the best word to describe it it's just yeah, yeah like you all you you can look at it um, somewhat objectively, and you yeah. can never look at it one hundred and ten percent objectively no. because you're you're too involved. Yeah, uh, and that's something to be. That's something. That's a, a, an awareness thing that I didn't have back then. <laughs> oh, <hell no. laughs> you know, back in the day, like you walk around thinking that you know everything. Yeah, um, <coughs> and you realize sure. you don't. <laughs> no. Yeah, and I think that plays a huge factor into like how you how people change and mm. dating too. Like I know. Earlier on, I wasn't as honest with myself about the reasons why I was single. Mm-hmm. So that means I just wasn't honest with people about it either. Mm-hmm. Like, I never lied and said I'm looking for a relationship. That's one thing I felt like I'd say I've never done. Mm-hmm. I've never led someone on to yeah. believe, like, this is... But then again, I just didn't also... F- the fact that I just never thought about it meant, like, I never had to think about it. Yeah. Like, now I have to think that now. Like, even if I go out with someone for, like, three or four times, it's I'm already sort of in that mindset of thinking... Okay, cool. Where do I see this going? Mm. Like, I'm not... Okay, I'm not going to say I'm not going to care if we have sex. But <laughs> um, mm. but ideally, the thing is that, am I seeing this further along? Mm-hmm. Like, am I seeing this past what it is right now? Mm-hmm. Do I see this going any further? And it, I, I can't figure that out right away. Yeah. So, 
But like then that's gonna force me to be honest. Like at some point, like when I only see this as just sex, when yeah. do I just tell that person? It's like, look, this is I only see it here. And if you don't, then I respect that. Like, mm. cool. Let's you know cut this where it is, because you just never know. Yeah. How do you think dating has changed? I guess. So like you know I've I've been in a relationship for the past year. And yeah, yeah. You, I got into a relationship at around the time you started this podcast. Yeah, that's true. That's when I got out of the game. Nice. <laughs> How do you think dating has changed in this past year? Like, what changes have come up on the apps? Like, one of my friends was mentioning to me like that like I guess the ads are a little bit different now. The ads are really interesting. I mean, uh, yeah. Tell me. I'm telling me about that. I'm just curious. Um, uh, definitely gonna mention the ads, but I'll definitely like talk. No, don't mention. Don't <laughs> give them free play. But I'm no, curious no, no. To, like, um, honestly, I feel like they've made it a little bit more interactive. Like mm-hmm. Hinge, they used to just be like a swipe app, yeah. and then eventually they just became more of like you get to ask questions or like you have like bullet points to sort of start a conversation. So for the a- the ads and no 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 not for the ads, but I mean like the profiles. Oh, okay. so like even profiles always like ad- apps try to change to be a little bit more or less on the hookup. Mm. Ideally, your goal as an app, like I'm gonna be honest, is like you hope that people stay single because mm-hmm. they're your they're your customer. Mm-hmm. Ideally, I'm assuming if you want to keep your customer, you don't want them to be in a relationship. Mm. And I'm I'm not saying that's not true, but that's also part of like the game too. It's sort of um, I'll get into this because it's sort of like a point I was gonna bring up. It's like more choices means more stress. Like, yeah. You, you're already looking for the next best thing after someone you don't know. And mm-hmm. that's how come is sort of, I've been a little bit more self-aware in my actions, but also in the way I approach, I think my, the way I approach dating apps has changed Yeah. in the year. I won't say the apps really changed. They just sort of like try to come up with some new feature or something. Mm-hmm. But like, they're really not going to change. I think is, I changed as a consumer of apps mm. I know when I first started using apps I was working at MLB and there were times mm. where it was just like boring so or like I was on the toilet it's like mm. alright I'm just gonna swipe around and have fun Yeah, that's not the case now like I'm not just gonna swipe right <laughs> to everything uh-huh. that's how like, they see that's how I used to use that and, and like I Tinder, just for example yeah, yeah. And um. I, I'm not gonna say like I definitely was that I mean not always right, but <laughs> I uh, no. I, like, I was yeah. under the persuasion that I want to see every everything everything that likes me. Okay, I want to see what you are. We'll see that. That also <laughs> depends. On and it depends on how yeah. you use the app because true. Like, one of the ways I was using the app was like I kind of used it as a benchmark of my attractiveness. Mm, see? So, so it's like yeah. uh, you know, it's like I never, I was never really crazy about Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um. But I liked it because it was like one. It was just another avenue to meet people, and that's how I approached online dating. It's just yeah. an avenue to place myself in situations that I would never, really, never be placed in. Yeah. Um. So I just swiped away. Like I would literally go on Tinder, and I would just like bah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just all right. Rush, until until you get through. to the all right. These are your all your swipes for the day. Come back tomorrow. Yeah. Like whatever. It was like twelve hours, I think. Um. But yeah, I honestly I was never that specific way. But I know even now compared to then. I'm a little bit more cautious about I actually legit want to read someone's profile mm-hmm. I want to be like okay like if someone said that they're not looking for hookups that sort of depends on like what you're looking for but ideally the reason you bring that up is because alright I want to make sure no one knows that I'm here to like fuck I'm mm-hmm. here because I want a relationship 
So they've already set that standard, which is interesting because like now I'd be like, okay, all right, good. She knows what she wants for this part. Like then I just didn't read profiles. I was like, okay, she's attractive, cool. All right, hopefully I match with her, whatever. Like now I'm not saying selective, but I'm a little bit more self-aware about my time on this platform. Mm-hmm. Like why am I here? And I think about that now more than I did even last year. Yeah. I've become, I don't want to say insanely self-aware, but That's what it me, <laughs> I, I know, it's like me doing a podcast, me wanting to write about these like experiences in these podcasts, it's like I've, see, I've like forced myself to look in the mirror mm-hmm. a lot more than I did when I was... Even like, 27. Yeah, even 27, I just didn't care. I was like, all right, yeah. whatever, you know, hey, I'm getting some cool, whatever, like... Well, like I never really defined it because I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I will be completely honest. I, there were times where people were like, oh, when are you going to get a relationship? It's like, I don't know. And I did not know because I didn't really force myself to answer that question myself. Yeah. And do you think that's a problem? To like not what? force yourself to answer that question? Uh, that's important. Yeah. You think so? Because I actually... I mean, like, I, I, don't, I mean, for me it is. But okay. like just for like I I'm, I can't speak for everyone, but I know for myself I need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, so for me it was a little bit different because the way the way I was using it, like it was just like, all right, I'm using this to place myself in just different situations, mm-hmm. and I didn't have an end goal in sight. Like yeah. I didn't say, oh, I want a relationship. Mm-hmm. I knew that if I met, like, uh, I would have liked to meet someone that would compel me, like, move me enough to be in a relationship with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I wasn't also like like you know I wasn't like this is gonna happen yeah, you know, yeah. um, and uh, you know unfortunately for me like you know th- it kind of happened like you know just just mm-hmm. met someone yeah. and like we vibed really well. Well, um, well this also like it, it obviously like online dating and the internet plays a huge factor into like all of this, but I think sometimes people just also set way ridiculous expectations. Mm-hmm. So like someone. Or they also want to find someone that doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, you set these expectations for a human being you haven't met yet. Yeah. And you might lose, you know, track of, like, this person could have been your... But you just saw one little thing. It's like, I don't know. I, we all do it. I'm not going yeah. <laughs> Like, we all might find that one little thing that's like... Deal breaker. Right. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, the small, like, it's probably not even really a deal breaker, but mm. for you, because you're not really thinking through, you're going to mm. ruin, like, not ruin, but, like, you're going to block this possibility for mm. that specific reason. You know what's funny, though? That's one of the things that, like, me and, like, my girlfriend now, like, we would always kind of, like, joke about at the beginning of the relationship. Yeah. Because uh, we were, like, aware of, like, this whole online dating dynamic mm-hmm. where, like, people have, like, these harsh deal breakers. Yeah. And, you know, like, anytime, like, something happened, we'd be like, is that a deal breaker? <laughs> like, you know, just getting around, <laughs> but, like... There's there's also like some like some like morsel of truth in that too, mm-hmm. because you know it's a reflection on our society. And yeah. I feel like that's one of the things that's different too. Like, people today are a lot less tolerant mm-hmm. of, you know, just like uh, like their potential significant others than yeah. they were like even five, four, mm-hmm. three, four years ago. Um, yeah. Because the the kind of like attitude is just kind of like well, I could go on the app and find something else in about ten minutes. True. And it, it, this sort of brought up because, like, luckily I was listening to a podcast about the difficulty of marriage now and mm-hmm. sort of like what we talked about, the whole uh, uh, hierarchy of needs, Maslow. Mm-hmm. 
and they said that's a huge factor towards relationships now. Like yeah. before, you know, what you looked in a relationship with someone who was going to provide, you know, they, you know, they want to have kids, you want to have kids. They have uh -huh. these specific values. Sometimes it's religious based. That happens. And, all right, cool. And you just start that relationship right there. Uh -huh. like, that's not the case here. Like, yeah. you're, you're not going to just go like, you know, like, I'm going to get married now uh -huh. or whatnot. I don't know if you feel like the same way. Um, no, for for us it was more like uh, we just kept hanging out, mm -hmm. and we then then we just uh, it was it actually kind of happened like so it's funny because like you know earlier we were talking about like oh like you do you do you have this conversation like oh what am I looking for oh yeah. what do I want and you know we actually never had that conversation oh sure what, so, yeah. what we did is uh, you know I approached it the same way I approached any like anything like mm -hmm. you know it's like what I was saying before the podcast like we never you and me never had a moment where we were like we are now friends <laughs> yeah, we are exactly. determining yeah. defining <laughs> our future yeah, yeah. at this moment true and uh, with her it was just like you know we were hanging out mm -hmm. we were we were hooking up we were yeah. having sex yeah um and then one day, uh, we were just, like, something happened at her job, and, like, I was there, and I was, you know, kind of, like, as a tongue-in-cheek comment, I was like, yo, do you want me to press this guy and be like, yo, that's my girl, get the fuck off my girl, mm -hmm. right? So then, like, later on, she, uh, she, had at, she, had, she had asked me, I was like, oh, and this was the first time it kind of, like, yeah, came up. Yeah, that combo. She's like, you, you, you said, uh, my girl, like, so am I your girl? Yeah. And, you know... It was funny because, like, when she told me that, I was just kind of, like, saying... I was saying, yeah, because I was <laughs> responding yeah, to, yeah. like, what you did, just not mm -hmm. just responding that you heard me. Yeah, yeah, So she said, am I your girl? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like... Oh, where you go? Oh, I just realized, like, <laughs> I'm, in my com I'm in a relationship you, now. You, that's special. <laughs> but, yeah, like... <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah. It's funny how, like, uh, how it happened because mm -hmm. I didn't go into it with any end goal in sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, if I was true to myself, like, eventually I probably would have been there where it's just mm -hmm. like, yo, with this girl, I want to be more than, you know, more than just, like, a friend. But, yeah, that's sort of, like, it's sort of, uh, I guess I could try coming up with, like, a, a fake, like, Tony's, you know, mm -hmm. uh, hierarchy of needs in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't really have one, but we'll see what happens. So it would be like, all right, cool, they communicate well. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming sex is good. And then there's like specific like after uh -huh. that you'll know like based on like <laughs> <laughs> I was not like, I was yeah. not in my head and realized that didn't come out in the yeah. podcast <laughs> <laughs> like you know that there's specific needs that you want like mm. physical or whatever and once those are reached you'll coast from there yeah. but there's other people that are gonna want like not only the physical they're gonna also want the emotional yes and that's sort of like where your difference is now when there's a difference between this is a relationship and this is just like courting i feel like once you start hitting those emotional parts mm -hmm. i mean i don't know that's just me i think like that's sort of like where you know you want to like date someone mm -hmm. and like like i said like back then it was more like okay they all right they have insurance <laughs> they have insurance they have a job let's get married let's have kids security boom that's it we're gonna be here for like 30 40 like whatever years until mm -hmm. we die now there's a little bit more complexity to it. You want yep. someone who's also a partner, not just a, you know, like a provider of this, this, and this. You know, women yeah. don't have to get married at 21, so they can be their own person, and someone has to be okay with that. And it's weird because, like, depending on how you grew up, it's sort of like how you 
yeah relate to that person. there's a lot of people that grew up out there and like they are incompatible with today's yeah sexual marketplace mm-hmm. because they are not used to women having agency yeah um, oh yes you know yeah there's a lot of guys that are like that and it's sad mm-hmm. um but you know the that's why you have a lot of guys out there like that are just kind of like on this forever alone thing is because they yeah. were raised to believe something that's mm-hmm. completely different from reality. Yeah. Um, and that, that's going to be an interesting thing too. That's, uh, that's going to completely, that, that pool of men <laughs> is, is huge. Yeah. And that's going to change, uh, the sexual marketplace, the online dating, like these guys, what's going to happen with them? Are they going to figure it out? Ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are women going to adapt to them? I don't like, I, I have no idea what's going to, yeah, I doubt it too. I doubt it. No, but, um, <clears throat> that's one of the things that like, that's going to change the, the, on the, like the dating game, mm-hmm. like probably soon. Oh, um, for sure. Like people, like people, I, I'm pretty sure like when I used to date and then like, obviously like in high school or even like college, it was more. All right, cool. This person lives here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, honestly, distance played a huge factor. It does. Like, oh, three blocks away. Yes. <laughs> like now, people are willing to go. Like, all right, cool. I mean, no, not everyone, but like, all right, cool. I'll go downtown for a day. <laughs> I know. I know someone. You I'm know, people did not do that back then. It's like, oh, that's that's too far. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I know yeah. someone actually. Like, I went on a OKC date with them, mm-hmm. and uh, we just we were just friends, but we stayed in touch. So, like, cause it was, she was a, she was a cool girl. We're you know we're just friends. Yeah. She ended up meeting some guy uh, from Sweden. Yeah. And like, they, they started an online relationship, mm. and she fucking moved to Sweden, and like they're together and they're happy, yeah. and it's just like. That's one of the, like, way, like, you know, the world has become a lot smaller today. Like, yeah. you know, how many times has some girl from Utah, <laughs> like, met some guy in Sweden and then, like, immigrated there? Yeah. You know, that's something that doesn't happen True. today. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I well, mean, that didn't happen back then. Yeah, yeah. Today. I mean, like, it's it's different, you know. There's not as <coughs> much to share or whatnot, so yeah. people change. Um, but, yeah, so I definitely, like, want to thank you coming in like any i guess like final words of wisdom for people (laughs) like adjusting to like dating or like just i hope i hope this podcast blows up (laughs) and uh you get really famous and a whole bunch of people get to hear these wonderful words of wisdom i'm about to speak (laughs) let's get 100k listens on this yeah wrap it up uh (laughs) that's my number one advice wrap it up um be true to yourself and be the best person you can be and that's uh that's the only way to get what you want out of this dating game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't matter what era you live in. So anytime travelers listening to this, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> that'll work, too. Oh, uh, no uh, doubt. Oh, well, thanks for, like, inviting me all the way to Long Island. This is, like, my first non-Manhattan podcast. Yep. You're oh, welcome. Shit. Thank you for coming. Yeah, there's no thank doubt. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, definitely hope to have uh, another episode soon. So just stay in touch. And... Like again, thank uh, thanks Jeff for coming through in the podcast and talking about dating. Great, we're shaking hands now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
on the description. So usually there's like different options. I just always recommend to do like 99 cents. The way I think about it is all the loose change you probably accumulate within a week would equal 99 cents. So any kind of support would help and that'd be awesome. That way I can like record episodes outside of either visiting someone's office or apartment. So that'd be awesome. And thanks again for listening.